0: This show is brought to you by The Makery, the podcast network for makers.
2: Welcome to Knife Talk. How are you guys? Good. (laughs) Good. Here we are. We here we are again. Here we are again. It's been a crazy rush for me today. Um, I've been busy, and I lit, my, my wife said to me just twenty minutes ago, "You did it, ready?" I'm like, oh. So I've had to wolf down the food, but um, we're all good. We're all good. How has your week been? Good. Good. Totally so crazy. Good. Totally crazy. This, <laughs> this works well for a chat show. Just the, the one word answers. Why
3: don't you start in, Mareko? Tell us how you do, how you've been.
4: Well, I know I just said good, but actually this week's been pretty shitty, honestly. I woke up Monday morning super bright and early, way earlier than I normally do, around 4.30 in the morning, and um, going back to sleep, so I was like, all right, whatever, I'm going to wake up, and uh, I haven't been good, uh, I, you know, I've complained about back problems and pain and stuff over the last forever, I feel like, and thank you, Jeff, has offered, like, uh, forwarded some titles to books and stuff um but uh, so i was doing some of my morning yoga stretches and stuff that i am not very consistent of doing and i should be better about doing but i'm not um and as the day progressed i mean it went great and it, but as the day my lower right back started feeling really horrible like like uh, have you seen those long ice picks that it's like Basically, it's a wood awl with a long metal spike in it. It felt like yes. something like that was getting shoved into my lower right back. Huh. Um, when I would just lean forward to grab something off the counter in the kitchen. Or I couldn't even put on my socks, honestly, by the time it was ready. I was It was like time to get ready for wow. work. Um, it was pretty terrible. And honestly, been like that for the last... Um, I mean, this morning even still. Actually, this morning was the first time um, I could put on my socks without my back absolutely fucked.
2: Oh jeez!
4: Can kill. Productive, knife wise in the shop. Uh, it's mostly been like emails. That's been
3: my. Work. So what's your what's going to be the game plan? What's the plan to fix this?
4: Um. Uh, well. I think, honestly, like there's a lot of stuff like I need to change the way I eat. I need to change my activity levels. Honestly, I'm, I'm not as physical as I should be, even though I have a four year old son. Um, you know, a lot of our time it, or the time, my, my time with him is in either in the morning as we're getting ready for the day um, or in the afternoon or in the evening when it's, t- uh, you know, like dinner time. I get home, I make dinner uh, or I help like hang out with the dude but we're not really doing anything too active like we're mostly like reading books or he's building stuff with his blocks and whatnot yeah. and um that doesn't really introduce the kind of activity that i really should be doing just like even go for walks like i i don't like unfortunately my my current situation is pretty sedentary it's either i'm standing at a grinder or i'm sitting at a at a at my uh, workbench you know and so I need to change some things up um, because, you know, you only got one body. You got to take care of it. (laughs) (laughs) You'll have to get one of those, um, you know, those bikes that you put under your
2: desk. So as you're hand sanding, you could be cycling away at the same time. (laughs) Oh, geez. Geez. Well, look, I hope you get better. Are you taking anything for it? Are you having any sort of therapy for it at all? Say that again? Are you having any therapy at all for your back, or taking any special drugs for it, or anything?
4: No, I mean like ibuprofen. That's about it. Hmm. I'd be a chiropractor, um, but I haven't been seeing him, um, like for like the last couple of years, honestly, because um, my stretching. I was again. I was, I was doing better about my stretching. I've kind of fallen out of it in the last six months, and um, so yeah, it's just I need to train myself, develop new habits of habits habits for myself mm-hmm. did you did you end up getting that book or
3: uh, after this send me your address I, I have haven't got a yeah. copy of it I'm gonna send you a copy of it I'm gonna send you a copy of it it's um really really good and it, a lot of it has to do with the, the concept that people didn't have back pain before world war ii like back pain sure. the back pain that we see now is something right. that's relatively new and there's this. I, theory I blame that the
2: that, I blame the Germans. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, the World
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean that's the, the, the that's the key. The, the The thing is, is there's this theory that now, now, especially that this back pain is is like very um it's it's it has to do with your mind, and um this this particular doctor who passed away, um is it's all about like how he treats, and he's well respected. He he passed away a few years ago, um and actually knew his daughter um when I was in. Grade school, but his whole like, thing was that a lot of traumas, a lot of traumas, uh, you know, psychological traumas are, are affect back pain. Like that's a that's a really big thing. So when we get to done sure. with this, I'm going to send you a copy because it's. I think it would be a it's a very uh, inexpensive way to maybe pursue something that might be very beneficial.
4: Do to you before you send that? Do you know if there's an audiobook version of that book of of it? I don't know because if honestly, is, I don't oh, oh, have. have I don't have any time to sit down and read anything. Okay. I'll see what
3: I can. I'll look at I, it. I'll look I take
4: it. everything through read it audio. No?
3: I can read it to you.
4: You're
3: going to read it to me? Sure. <laughs> I'll read it to you. Bedtime Next, stories. <laughs> yeah, bedtime I love these a podcast. It's going to be, I'll have the full blast podcast will <laughs> be, be, be an audio book for Moreko. It'll be like <laughs> right. a whole series. It'll be easy because I don't I'll have take to book it. guests. And all I have to do is like read for an hour and a half. That's yeah. gonna to be tough too. I don't think I can do that. I- I'll see what I can do. I'll. But um, <laughs> yeah. This 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 um. Yeah, Doctor Sarno, Griffin Handmade Knives in the chat room. If mm. you're, you can join us in the podcast uh, live.
2: We're doing this live, by the way. Uh, thanks. Yeah, we haven't we this. haven't mentioned that, have we? We no. are we're live on YouTube uh, for the first time on the Knife Talk uh, YouTube um, channel. Um, so yeah, so if if, um, if you're watching, you can join in the chat. We can see your chat. Um, so if you've got any questions, any jokes, anything that will amuse us, um, let us know. Um, Big and- thanks to Griff, Griffith's uh, Handmade Knives.
3: He He's right. It's Dr. Sarno. Dr. Sarno is very well known for these, these books about <sighs> how the it's about the mind. I, I, I'll take care of it after after this
2: is all over. Right. He, he's a fellow Welshman as well oh is he which is which is is good to see yeah so i'm going to take advantage of the fact that we've got live video and we're going out live um and i'm launching a knife now i've done the special one off knife um so i'm about to launch it and um, i'm going to play the preview video for those who haven't seen it
4: Awesome. And just like that we're banned from YouTube.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. It's just sold, um, which I'm very happy about. So um Congratulations, that's great. Nick Wow Nicholas Crowler. Yeah, eight minutes eight eight minutes ago. Nicholas Kroler It went it went live at nine. Um so Nicholas Kroler, thank you very no. much. I'll get that um, shipped out to you tomorrow morning wow that was fast this works well doesn't it Being able to promote our own shit
3: (laughs) (laughs) no one gets the hook too (laughs) yeah exactly yeah
2: um i just had a curiosity because
3: i'm curious if you were to watch this live what would be the best way to do that youtube and you just have to know or do you want to like link it to into the stories or
2: um yeah um it's basically, it's live on the on the knife talk youtube channel now and oh. and on and on facebook too at the same time
4: mm-hmm. um
2: so yeah i suppose we could now take the url of this and, and message it out but i've got so much on the go at the moment that i, I can't okay so, i can do that while you guys are talking so right, just- okay Okay.
3: Can I just copy the link that you sent me, or is that going to send everybody into the into the no? Main it's room? got to be the YouTube
2: link. So on YouTube dot YouTube.com. It's it's uh, they've got all manner of stuff there, Jeff. It's. Do you need the www beforehand? <laughs> Hold on, It makes, old it man. makes no. It makes Jesus. no difference. It can be. It can be in all caps as well if you like, Jeff. It, it oh, no okay. okay, okay,
3: okay, okay. <laughs>
2: Okay. Um, okay. So while you do that, I'll, I'll, I'll sort of talk about my week. So I worked on that knife, um, and I worked on the video for the knife for just as long as it took me to make the knife, I'll be honest with you, um, because I, I love right. doing that. And, um, and yeah, well, it's your soul, which is good. But um, what else have I been I had the biggest nightmare. And I thought this could be up. This whole knife game could be up for me. Um, so I um, I broke my phone. This the the whole star whole story started with me breaking my phone. Um, and I thought then right. Well, I've had this UK phone for so long. I might as well now have a French one with a French mobile. Um, so I did. The phone came. Right. Couldn't sign into Instagram. And I was like, Oh right, okay. Then I realised that I'd put on two-factor authentication on Instagram. Um, quickly quickly discovered that I am was fucked um, the only way to get out of well to to reset things is for Instagram and the third party app that I was using which was called Duo, Duo Mobile which is a two factor authentication app um, was for them to SMS me a code which I could then use mm. but I didn't have access to the old number anymore so I couldn't do oh, that either my God. So I'm looking online to see a fix for this and it's just tens of thousands of people who this has happened to and they've literally just lost their Instagram account they've lost everything and um, oh wow it quickly dawned on me how much I, re- I how much I need it for, for work for, for business um, so this went on for three or four days trying to find fixes um, I've Fortunately, I've I've got a few contacts at Instagram back from my old sort of design days, um, and I managed to get um, a few people who would who would speak to me about it on the phone. They would tell me it's all to do with the security of the third party app. There's nothing we can do, and I'm like, this is my whole business. This is, you know, I just sold a knife right. now that due to Instagram. Really, everything is due to Instagram. Um, So, we managed to sort it out in the end where somebody from Instagram did something that they shouldn't have done, but um, it helped me out. But um, just very fortunate that I knew people within there. So just a message to everybody, I mean, most of our listeners are using Instagram, that's how we do most of our communications with them. If you are using a third party app for your two factor authentication, make sure that shit is up to date as well. Um, You can also go into Instagram and you can get um, codes, which are recovery codes um Mm. get them email them to yourself store them somewhere safe because one day you may need them all completely my fault um not updating phone numbers before i change my phone and all the rest of it but i was i was literally that close to losing the whole account and having to restart um and not only restarting but not having you know my name chop knives is i'd have to pick something else and the other one would just be dormant So, so if you
3: didn't have that connection you wouldn't have been able to get everything squared away
2: yeah unfortunately yeah yeah and and if you if you know that same issue if you if you Google it, tens of thousands of people, it's happened to. Um it's a wow. real, real problem. So you know I would advise people to use two-factor authentication just because there's so many scammers out there on Instagram. It's easy to be sort of Definitely. tricked into giving away passwords and all the rest of it. Um but if you do, make sure it, whichever one you're using, and I was using duo, duo mobile, make sure all your all your details are up to date with them, such as phone numbers. Um, otherwise <sighs> it can really leave you in the shit. so yeah that was nice. i had i had four or five days of just thinking i'm done i'm done you know i've you know you build up this in and all that kind of thing and it was literally gone overnight Whew. so yeah just very oh very very lucky <laughs>
3: Sorry. Got that's your hour that's that's <laughs> i mean i can't think of i mean yeah, like you were saying, the fact that you had built this whole thing up and for you to not be able to do anything about it, mm-hmm. I know that you had messaged me before when you, were, when you were having this problem and it was like, it was brutal. It was yeah. brutal. I didn't know what you were going to do, but at the same time, I also knew. Craig got a problem and he's always going to fix it. I always know that you 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 seem to always have some sort of upbringing. I almost feel like you're kind of like fishing for this this little move so you you know you know that we'll know that you know how to fix these problems.
2: No, not at all. Not at all. It was, honestly, <laughs> it was really shit my pants time. Really was for, for a number of days. My wife was saying, it'll be fine. You know, other people and stuff. And it's like, yeah, other people have been through this and they've lost their account. Um, so yeah. yeah, just very fortunate. But just a reminder to everybody, if you are using two-factor authentication, make sure that other app is completely up to date. But how can, how can Instagram not have any kind kind of of customer service. It's it's terrible. There's no (laughs) no phone number. There's no support email. Um, It's just really, really bad. And it's a free service at the end of the day. You you can think of it that way. But, um, yeah, when something does go wrong or, you know, your business is reliant on it as well, which which mine is, like most of ours, um, it can be a real, real problem. So just make sure that everything is is locked down and
4: and you're (sighs) sorted. I'm having a hard time understanding how you could have done things differently because it sounds like when you got your new phone, you lost your old number. And at that point, how could you update that information with Duo before you even got your new phone and your new number and had that activated?
2: A couple of things that I should have done. So when you set up um, Duo, or the other one is made by Twilio, and I'm trying to think. Trying to, Authy is the other big uh, two-factor authentication app. Um, when you set up within Instagram, Instagram will then give you these restore codes, but it says, it's very important that you save these just in case you're locked out. And I didn't. It, it, it's completely my fault. I didn't. I so, agree. yeah. So the best thing to do, I think, is email those to yourself with a good subject line that you can easily find later on if you need them. Sure. Um, and then the another issue that I had then with... <clears throat> excuse me with duo was I tried to get in with my wife's phone in the in the in the intermediate time of me losing my old phone and getting my new one. Um so that was the third number that I was trying to use. And obviously I'm in a different country from where it was set up as well. So all right. these flags were going off and it was Sure. Yeah, it was it was pretty scary stuff. Pretty scary stuff. But um thankfully that's all sorted. So um I've been on a a bit of an Instagram trip today. So I've gone live twice today and uh, didn't didn't post that kind of stuff.
3: It does make you realize how tenuous it all is. That's the one thing that I hate is like, I could get a new phone. um, But I'm just part of me is just like, I wrote down all my, my, I wrote down all my passwords. I got everything written down, but I'm still like, well, what happens if I, if I lose? What happens if I switch over and it, you know, something happens and it's so tenuous that it's like, I mean, it would be, it wouldn't destroy me, but it would be like, it would be pretty it bad.
2: It's yeah, it would be a big problem for business without
3: a It'd doubt, be a yeah. huge problem. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. why maybe this whole, ugh, you know what? It's like, we're playing this game where it's, you know, you have no choice and, and then yeah. you rely, mm. it's all eggs in one basket. Yeah. Right? Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Not good. Um, so aside from that, um, I I finished a big restaurant order which went out um, to a chef which I talked about last week, um, and he tweeted the knives and things like that. And We had a couple of hundred followers from that actually, so that was that was that was quite nice. nice. Um, and that that's it. And just doing a lot of lot of stuff in the house. Um, so we we finally finished our pub this week. Um, that the finally nice. little things were finished, um, and we've been using it. <laughs> We've, we're still under a curfew here, so 7 p.m. is still our curfew time, which is just seems ridiculous. Now that, that it's still light at 9:30, nearly 10 p.m. now, um, but sure. 7 p.m. is our curfew. Um, so the only way I'm using at the pub at the moment is the the contractors that are we're having working on the house. On a Friday, they all finish an hour early, so they can all come to the pub for an hour. And that's that's <laughs> how that's how sad my life has become. These these random strangers. Um, so so if the You're if the contractors do a shitty job. They still come into the pub? They still come into the pub. They, oh, yeah, when they come back sake. on Monday is, is another thing. Is oh, another for thing. fuck's but, sake. Uh, Yeah, it's, it, it is a bit crazy. But um <laughs> Jeff, your week, what's been going on? It was Mad Dash.
3: I uh, did the handles and glued up 31 knives by the end of today, which I was really happy about. We're clearing the decks, um, and um, that was really good. Uh, we beat the brakes off of our accountant, who... Decided to take a vacation because there was a tax information was tax The tax dates have been pushed back. So he decided to take a a vacation Uh, and and uh, and we had to beat the brakes off this guy because it was like we need this information and he was on vacation. So we took care of him and it was a lot of work.
2: How did you get to the, those glue ups? I saw the picture, of the glue ups, and there were so many. So, is, is this like a bunch of weeks' work that you waited to glue them all up together, or how? how well, I mean,
3: it point? was like it was a pile of twenty-one knives that I started kind of slowly, slowly putting together, um, and then I just kind of like hand sanded them all, and then uh, I just did them in a huge batch, and I got all the wood together, and talked to all the you know every different customer about what they wanted, and just. Just, I just put my head down and did like a big batch. It was, uh, it was really good. Really good. And then at the last minute yesterday, I decided to throw in some, uh, steak knives that I had to get done too. So it was like, I was just hauling ass all week. It was really, actually felt great. I felt really good. And then today, nice. I did. Now I can have all these things gluing up over the weekend, which I kind of like even better. Nice, um, yeah. That's really good. And then today I had a nice, I had a nice, um, I had a very nice meeting with my doctor i had a i had a <laughs> my checkup and um i've known this guy for quite a while and we're did you like,
2: wear gloves did he listen
3: i you, this is going to be this is going to be very disappointing to the both of you very disappointing <laughs> to the both of you for me to tell you that i said to him well, i've known him for a long time and i said jim he's my, he's doc, my doctor but i call him jim i said jim is this be, the time? to Be you're gonna, gentle and use plenty of lube. You want to know what I said? You want to know what I said? I said Jim. I said because we know he knows me. He knows my mother and and uh, you know Jim. Is this the week you're going to be checking my oil? And he said, <laughs> and he goes, he goes, Jeff. I hate to say it to you, but you're too young. True story. He too did feel my balls. He did. Oh well. He had so much balls. At least <laughs> he did. He did give my balls a squeeze. A little bit of action. He gave me a balls of squeeze, and I stood there with my pants down and my, you know, and he's, you know, but at the same time, it was like I was prepared for, I was prepared for the old oil change and you know, no oil change, but I've lost, since the biggest I was, I've lost 20 pounds, which is nice, wow. and my heart rate was very good. My heart rate was like 118. Over, I had to write it down because I didn't even know. Yeah, because uh, you've been building 20 up to this,
4: Over what I lost 20
3: pounds within in the last couple of years i used okay. to be i used to be 20 pounds bigger and and this year I've, I've, I've changed my whole situation and then my my heart rate was one uh was 112 over 78 which my wife told me is good so oh. i got my blood checked and i got i'm um, waiting to hear about you know that and then um i asked him for a tetanus shot i said what um PSA blood test. And these goddamn people with it, that's all whatever. I don't know
2: what I don't know what these guys are saying. But if he uh sticks a finger in you, it's not for medical reasons.
3: I know. I said, Jim, what are you how if you're checking my if you're checking me, how come hold your hands on my shoulders? You know, like that, you know. But uh he said, uh, he said, um, no, everything's looking good. And then I said to him, he's like, When was the last time you had your tetanus shot? And I said to him, uh I said to him, it's been under 10 years, and he goes, well, you want another one? I'm like, yeah, give it to me. So I got the tetanus shot, and then you, so if you all, listening to this podcast, you all working with metal, you can get your tetanus shot in general. It's a good thing to have. So I got that done. And then, um, last thing is, is, and this is something I wanted to talk about, especially to to our listeners, um, I uh, had a nice conversation with uh, Justin Morell. He's the president of the NEB, which is the New England bl- uh, blacksmiths. And they, he's the president. And his dad is Lee Morell, who is the president of Vanna. We had a nice conversation about the, f- the future of blacksmithing and bladesmithing and stuff like that. And I'm, we, one of the questions we get a lot of on this podcast is how can you get more involved in blacksmithing, and bladesmithing? You, we suggest you take classes, obviously. But also, the good thing is is to join these organizations. And I know some of you don't live near you know New England. And it doesn't really matter. But what the NEB is doing and Abana is doing is they're trying to figure out ways in which to embrace membership so they can do more things. Justin was telling me, I said to him, if you had all the money in the world for the NEB, what would you guys do? And he said to me, well, one of the things we'd like to do is we'd like to do more endowments. And then um, I said, well, what do you mean? He's like, well, we are involved with the New England School of Metalworking, but they are, because they're a nonprofit, they do a lot of donations. So we're hoping that we can, at some point, we want to be more involved with them in terms of that. They have sponsors, and every few months, or I don't know how the, and this is me saying, this is not Justin or Bob Menard or anybody, you know, I'm just taking this on myself. So if you become a member of the NEB or Urbana, what you're trying to do is you're trying to help raise money for them to be able to help other places. So instead of Derek uh, over at the New England School of Metalwork having to talk to Maine Oxy to keep them sponsoring the school so they can, you know, they'll have money. So what the NEB is wanting to do is get more members so they can make more money so then they can help endow the school so then the school can concentrate on the, on the, on the classes instead of raising money. The other thing is, is you can also go to the New England School of Metalwork and donate money. So it doesn't have to be a lot, but they are taking donations to help fund the school. So if you are I'm listening to this and you want to become a member of an organization, that's great. It's super helpful to be part of this community. Joke, all jokes aside, I make a lot of jokes about all these guys, but ultimately I re to all of it, but you can go to the website of the New England School of Metalwork and you can donate a tax deductible donation that helps them run the school. And that's, that's all i'm gonna say but we get so many people who who ask it's just like if we could mobilize listeners to help with these places better things are going to happen for our community
2: yeah yeah so have they been closed during covid then have they've had to just stop their business or um well the the any b the
3: well morell metalsmiths closed down because even right. everyone was shut down for a while and it was really hard it was hard for him to be able to uh, pay his guys and he wanted to make sure that he felt responsible for his guys and in regards to the new england school of Metalwork. i'm not 100 percent sure i'm under the impression that they probably didn't have as many classes but um it's one of those things that they will be do- doing more and i know that they have classes coming up i think they just did a friction folder class but like i
2: said yeah. you know you want to be part of the
3: community help the community that's what i say you know gotcha
2: Gotcha. Okay. There and you go. sponsorship is a good way. So, whilst we're talking about sponsorship, I thought we'd play a little game with our sponsors, with our sponsor reads. So, who would like to go first, Marekko or Jeff? I tell you what, let's let's put Marekko on first.
4: Okay. Let's play again.
2: I'm going to play an ad, and we want you by to way, sync. I'm,
4: today, I'm sponsored by Fader Knives that's They're right
2: nice. look
4: at that nice yeah, nice it's old school that's an old camera. school sweatshirt that's an old school
3: sweatshirt so, I can
2: make for some reason yeah, the tv surprised. at the moment is full of lip-syncing stuff like celebrities trying to lip lip-sync songs and all the rest of it. and it's like it's big business it's, oh, it's okay. big business so we thought we'd get more to lip-sync our ads so here's the first one are you ready
1: knife talk is sponsored by even heat the manufacturers of the finest heat treat ovens available to find your next oven Go to evenheat-kiln.com.
2: Nice. (laughs) Uh, Better than Brian. That's all I can say. That's all I can say. Yeah. Yeah. If you want an even heat, make sure you go to um, actually Soul Ceramics because they're the distributor of even heat um, and we can get you $75 off um, and free shipping in the US um, by going to Soul Ceramics. And the best way to do that is to go to knifetalk.net forward slash heat and it'll automatically apply those discounts for you and you can spec up the machine exactly how you want
4: it. So yeah, knifetalk.net forward slash heat. Do we also maybe have a link down in the description when this goes, when we put this back out? There is. There
2: is. Yes. Um, We did that last week. So, yeah, we'll definitely do it again this week. Um, Nice. So, if you're watching after the live event, you'll be able to just click the link, get your discount, and you're sorted. And you are sorted. Um, Shall we play another little game? Sure. (laughs) Sure. Okay. Jeff, I think you need to go first this week, because okay. you did last week. Um, so the idea is, for those who are listening maybe for the first time, um, we are going to do a, a quiz uh, for Jeff and Morocco. It's, it's Who Wants to Be a Millionaire themed, obviously, um, but please, in the chat, don't give away the answers. Um, and, and P.S. That- I have to
3: square something up. Somebody says I'm a vegan. I'm not a vegan. This is, I was, <laughs> him.
4: I was on the Australian
3: podcast, and somebody called me a vegan. I'm not a vegan, so that's it. That's only so Back
2: say. off. Yeah, so
3: <laughs> leave it alone. I mean, it's like you're you're not you're incorrect. Okay, I'm ready.
4: Okay, if you eat more protein. You won't be, get so angry. That's probably what it is. Yeah,
3: oh, is that what it is? <laughs> angry okay
2: go ahead so the idea is um five questions each like like we did last week um no help from the audience unless you specifically ask one of your lifelines you've got two lifelines one is ask the audience so those in the chat and the other one is phone a friend um so if you want to phone a friend on one that's fine the way we're going to do it is slightly different though so rather than you're out after you get one wrong you're gonna have all five questions and you'll have a score a point for each okay are you ready for the first question all the time First question being a bit of suspense. In the UK, the abbreviation NHS stands for National What Service? Is it A, humanity, B, health, C, honor, or D, household?
3: Oh my God, I can't do
2: my first call on the for Oh, we're doing, I'm going to say health. B, you're going to say, what is is somebody giving you the answer there the way you know? you flip and flop very quickly you are correct
3: first well i just one. didn't want to use my phone a friend for the first question right you're in <laughs> you're right you know. you're
2: right first question Go ahead. is correct number two bit of suspense the hammer and sickle is one of the most recognizable symbols of which political ideology is it republicanism conservatism commute <laughs> communism rather or a liberalism it's c communism Correct. Flying through these. Okay. We're gonna get trickier now. Question number three. Oh oh oh, oh that's question number four. Easy. Oh boy. At the closest point, which island group is only fifty miles southeast of the coast of Florida? So A Bahamas. B Virgin Isles. C. Turks and Caicos, which I've never heard of. Turks and Caicos, not Turks and Caicos. You okay. Or D.
3: Bermuda. Uh, it's not the Virgin Islands. That I know. And the, the Bahamas. 50 miles southeast. I want to I say Bermuda.
2: Are you going to go with Bermuda? i want to go with. The You've got people. two lifelines. You can ask the audience. Or oh, I'm gonna ask the parents. audience. I'm gonna ask the audience.
3: Okay. What do you audience, think, guys?
2: Those in the chat. Um, oh. at, at the closest point, which island group is only 50 miles southeast of the coast of Florida? Is it A. Bahamas, B. Virgin Islands, C. Turks and something? I like how. <laughs> Mac <decides laughs> answer is I. Or is it D oh, Bermuda?
3: Boy, at, I'm getting. And I'm looking in the chat, and people are giving different answers here. I mean, I'm not Ooh. getting... No one's really helping me out here at all. Um, My guess would be A. Eh? I'm going to go with Bahamas because everyone right? seems. I'm going to go with the Bahamas. I was going for Bermuda, but I'm going to say the Bahamas. I'm going to go are... with. I'm going to go with Griffin, um, Griffin Maximus Knives, and um, yeah, Griffin and Maximus Knives says Bermuda, so. Or Bahamas. I'm going to say Bahamas. Jeff, you are correct. Thanks, guys. Thailand. (laughs) Thailand. Thanks, Alex, Dabby.
2: No help at all. Number four. Okay. Obstetrics is a branch of medicine particularly concerned with what? Childbirth, broken bones, heart conditions, or old age? I'm going to call my
3: lifeline.
4: Ooh!
3: If you like this, or Who should is... I should I w- save it for the next one? Completely up to you. Completely up to you. Who would your lifeline be?
2: Jeremy Spake. Well, funny enough, Jeremy Spake just tried calling us. Jeremy Spake is my lifeline. Jeremy Spake is your life. Let me give Jeremy a call. Uh, let's have a look how do we do. That? <laughs> don't hang up on him. <laughs> I won't. I won't hang up. I'm over that. I'm completely over that. Okay. When he comes on, don't speak to him. I'll do a little intro and we'll we'll go from there. Hello. Jeremy, do not say fuck or bugger. You are live on Who Wants to be a Millionaire. Oh, your boy. Your friend Jeff is stuck on a question for half a million dollars. Oh um, boy. He thinks he seems to think you're the man who will know the answer. Um so when I finish talking, Jeff is gonna have thirty seconds to tell you the question and hopefully we'll come up with the answer. Are you ready? All right. Jeff, over to you. Hey Jeremy, thank you very
3: much. Obstetrics is a a branch of medicine particularly concerned with what? A. Childbirth B. Broken bones C. Heart conditions Or D. Old age What was it again? (laughs) (laughs) Obstetrics Babies, old people
5: are...
3: Babies? Can I see the? Can I see the the screen again. Babies, old people, baby, a childbirth, broken bones, hard conditions, or old age. Are you there? He hasn't. Fr- he hasn't frozen I'm, I'm, by I the way. Know. He's <laughs> thinking.
5: I'm. I'm, I'm leaning towards bones, but uh, bones are babies.
3: Bones or babies? I've
5: never broken a bone. I've never broken a bone. I've never had a baby. I'm not old. And I don't have a heart condition. So what what the heck do I know? (laughs) Um, I'm leaning toward bones.
3: You're leaning leaning towards towards bones. Bones. That's what I
5: do for a living. I make metal bones. So we'll say bones.
3: I'm going to, you know what? Because, I mean, I would hate to call a phone a friend and not go with his answer. I'm going to go with Jeremy's answer. Because
2: other, go otherwise that would be rude, wouldn't it be? Bones. I'm going to go with Broken Bones. I'm going to go with B. Okay. Lesson learned here. Never listen to Jeremy Spake. Because oh. the answer oh, is... I know
4: the answer. Childbirth. Yeah.
2: Childbirth.
4: OBGYN, bud.
5: I don't know if i kids. <laughs> I don't know anything I mean, you're, about kids.
4: You're the
3: smartest guy I know. I mean, I just I figured you'd, you had a little bit of background and, you know, this and that.
5: Well... Children is the one thing I know very, very little about. So I'm, <laughs> I've let you down, Jeff. Drink you didn't
3: let me down. <laughs> no, you didn't let me down. I'll call you again. I might <laughs> I'm, I'm call you again. Uh, so I should have up, remembered sorry, today, Mark.
2: Jeremy. What, what you've been up to today?
5: Um, I'm at work making puppets. Um, making um stop motion puppets. So
2: nice. Another day
5: in the fun factory
2: nice well <laughs> thank you very much for taking the call um unfortunately you've, you. lo- you've lost jeff nearly half a million dollars because we're playing for real here you know we don't mess around here but, you know with all that even heat sponsorship money so thank you very much and um i'm potential, sure um,
5: jeff's got plenty of potential no matter what
2: <laughs> he's got potential <laughs> Jeremy, don't worry you're worth it you're worth that losing half
3: a million dollars you're worth it
5: <laughs> all right good luck
3: Cheers, Bye Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You were wrong. Wow. I wasn't hey. wrong. I just <laughs> yeah. forgot that I had a kid and we used to go to the obstetrician. <laughs> <laughs> I got a 16-year-old now. So, so, so I got, got one
2: wrong. Let's go to the last one. We Jeez, got, you indeed. got one last question. So your last question would, would well, it still is. Um, in 1912, former U.S. President Theodore Roosevelt was a candidate for which political party? Was it A... Bull moose, B bull dog, C bull elephant, or D bull frog. I'm gonna go with B bull dog. Is that your final answer? Yeah. Ah, wrong again, I'm afraid. Fuck! It was bull moose. Bull moose. What apparently. can you do? What can oh, you do? I you would have known that. And what geez. can you do?
3: I appreciate the uh, the audience helped a, me with the Bahamas, or Bermuda, whichever Patriots. <laughs> There's no whole moose
2: party. So not you more. had three out of five. Yeah. Um, what we'll do, we'll go back to our regular show, um, our normal um, service, and we shall um, take some um, questions, I suppose. Should we do that. And we Sounds can do good. more echoes. We can do more echoes later then. If that's all right. Okay.
3: <laughs> I just got a message from from Jeremy. It's in big capital letters, spaced in between every letter sorry (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
2: well i think um n warren had it right as well in the chat um he said i know it i know i know it but you'd already used your your ask the uh audience so i'm afraid that's it okay marika would you like to um go for our first question um just a sec
1: hey man can i ask you a question
4: Yeah, that's right. Time for questions from the audience. If you guys have any questions, any burning desires to understand, and things you want to know, you know where you can send it? Well, you can Contact send it.
1: Contact to- <laughs> us via DM at Knife Talk Podcast on Instagram.
4: It's that easy. It's that easy. All right. This first one is from Butthole Blades. He says, My other question is. Oh, apparently he had a previous question. Anyways, He's got a pile how of questions. close
3: the to the final to cop <laughs>
4: <laughs> How close to the final design do you forge? I've seen a few makers online suggest leaving plenty of fat for the grinder to leave room to fix fuck-ups, but I've also seen a lot of videos of skilled bladesmiths forging something that looks very close to a finished product. I've been trying hard to do this just to improve my own skills, but I'm curious what the pros do in the real world. What do you guys think?
2: Hmm, I don't forge at all, so uh, Jeff, I'll throw it straight over to you. I mean, you know, I think that
3: we... I think that it's I think that it's good to try to forge as much as possible and, and to be a better blacksmith and to be a better bladesmith. Uh, you know mass and, and volume control is where it's at. I mean, that's what a blacksmith is. It's, you're changing mass and then you're manipulating mass and you're trying to be efficient with the with the movement of the mass. The more you move, the less you have to grind. There are people who you know i've I've forged close to shape and then I've touched everything on the grinder. You know, but um, it all depends on what you're doing. You know, I, I, I remember when I saw the, when I saw, I, once again, the, I, I if you were to buy a class, an online class, uh, Jason Knight's uh, forge series is awesome. And he, in his, the elemental knife, he forges and then he cleans everything up with a grinder. You know, the, the profile. There's no nothing wrong with that. I, obviously, you know, when you, one of the things about being a blacksmith is you're learning how to become more and more efficient. You look at guys like Cliff Dufton or Ben Snoor, or you talk, you look at John Ariane and you look like, look at Pat Quinn. They're constantly, constantly ref, uh, refining their, their work to, to be more, um, uh, efficient with their movement. They're efficient with their heats and efficient with their the final product so with that said i mean always trying to be better is always the best i mean i've had some things i forged out that were terrible i i used to have to forge out uh power hammer leaves and it took a while before we were getting them down to they were really great and you didn't we were using them for finials for offense and once they got them right you never had to touch them with a the grinder you know it's mm-hmm. like you allowed the material to move the way it needed to move, and then everything was done. We hit it with the wire brush, and we stuck them on the fence. So I think that there's a lot to constantly growing as a, as a craftsperson, as a blacksmith, as a bladesmith, and constantly trying to uh, better yourself. And I think that that's... But, but at the same time, it's like, you know, there's nothing wrong with hitting someone with the grinder. here.
2: Yeah. I right. think Matt Coates should have an award for the best comment of the show already, and we're only half an hour <laughs> in. I'm surprised, but all blades didn't have any questions about branding and marketing. It's so <laughs> a great comment, Matt Co- <laughs> Coates. Going yeah, that's down, pretty good.
4: Going
2: down. Uh, let's put this one back to you, then, Morato, because obviously you forge a lot. Um, what I are your Do thoughts? forge
4: a lot, yeah. Uh, so, I, and some of the people in the comments have already kind of uh, touched on this, but it's it's kind of more it's kind of a personal preference and what kind of aesthetic that you're trying to go for um because you can forge a blade and there are plenty of makers who forge blades and then they grind all of kind of what jeff would refer to as the humanity they grind it all away and so at some part especially if it's a mono steel it's like what's the fucking point of even forging it because you can't really see any of that activity in the finished thing. Now, places you really do start to see that humanity or some of that maker's touch is in a brute-to-forge-style knife where a, a knife has been forged really close to dimension so that all that's really left to do is kind of just sharp, like after heat treat, uh, is to sharpen the knife and put a handle on it. Um, and then when it comes to Damascus patterns, you know, there are... You know, you can get something from like damasteel and you can do stock removal, and you can have a great pattern. Um, if you're making your own Damascus, you can get from doing stock removal like that, making your own plates and cutting out your blades, to forging really close to dimension. And some of that is to kind of show because you can actually see it in the Damascus. You can see how the pattern flows, and it's oh response of the phone call. Should we take a phone call on the forging? air? Yeah, let's take it.
2: Alfredo, oh, Alfredo, how are you? Oh, fine, thanks. How can hey, we help? You? How can we help you? Well, first of all, tell everybody who, who you are. What, what your name is? Oh, dammi mano, dammi mano, vieni qua. Wait a moment. Dammi mano. Well, yeah. there's, there's a whole team of people yeah. here.
5: <laughs> yeah, we are from Italy. We are we are eating a
2: Oh, that, that looks... Wild, wild, boar, wild, boar, wild boar, wild boar, wild boar. Is that like in a ragu wow. kind of sauce? <laughs> you can see, Craig, I can see is, is that Craig like drooling. a wild boar in a ragu? <laughs> yeah, wild boar. Craig, what yeah, are you yeah, doing pumpkin. with your right hand Pump. right now?
3: That looks Craig's very good. His face is the best. <laughs> he is losing his <laughs> mind.
2: So, so Alfredo, his, Alfredo, tell us about your work. What kind of knives do you make? <laughs> I make the uh, kitchen knife, chef knives, and kitchen knives. Nice, nice. And I, you? <laughs> yeah. And how? How can we help? What What's going on today? this <laughs> one. Oh wow! So you guys can't see, but Alfredo has a as a okay um, right.
5: this, uh, a tattoo is a on Thomas his arm.
2: In that's that's beautiful. one. That's, that's lovely. I
1: I I am the Italian who can speak English. Ah, okay. Yeah,
2: that's you good to hear. good me because <laughs> I can't speak Italian, so that's very good to hear. Yeah. Okay. How can we help? Uh, Have you got a question for us?
5: No, I want only just to 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 say good to say
2: hello to you. Cool, cool, and thank you for showing us that food. That looked incredible. Thank you very much. Okay. <laughs> showing you the Bye bye, Alfredo. If people want to see your work on Instagram, where can they find it? uh my my in my Instagram account, Alfredo Paci This is the, this is my knife. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Right. Okay, everybody, go follow Alfredo. Thanks for calling. Thanks for calling. Thank you. Speak bye bye. soon. Bye bye. Bye bye. Griffin well, handmade. Griffin so handmade
3: so says you need a bib. <laughs>
2: you were you were really frothing the mouth. <laughs>
3: well, Alfredo's yeah, was there with the his cameras mates. only from
4: the chest up
2: there was four of them there all sitting around this table and they had this big <laughs> bowl in the middle and it was uh, he said it was wild boar Well, you heard wild boar in, in like a big oh. ragu sauce mm-hmm. it looked incredible It looked mm-hmm. incredible so he's talking somebody's translating for him that's coming through to my phone which you can't oh <laughs> <laughs> crazy times <laughs> anyway Too where fun. were we we had hey man can i ask you a question jeff do you want to do the next one do we, we finish the last question
3: good enough or uh
4: yeah i'll, I'll tighten it up I'll, I'll just tidy it up so what i was saying about forging especially when it comes to patterns um you can see the flow of that pattern and and uh the the makers i guess level of skill and and, and forging comes into play when you can see how it flowing or how it comes together um i There is a a point of, or you can get to where you've gone too far. And I've lately been struggling with dialing back my forging and keeping my material thicker, because when you forge too close uh, to finished dimension, especially on a mosaic Damascus, you create a lot of distortion, especially in the thin areas along the cutting edge, out at the tip, and it creates a lot of unwanted activity. And so by keeping that a little bit thicker, it helps reduce that, kind of uh, that distortion and keeps everything looking really nice and crisp around the edge and out at the tip but again ultimately it comes down to what you are wanting to try to achieve and maybe what your customers are also looking for
3: cool yeah 100 percent. i mean I, I think i don't think i think all of this you can't just pigeonhole like i mean like san mai like some san mai you right. can't just forge you have to be very careful on how you're forging it right. because of how you're grinding it. I think that exactly, I, if, if we didn't have to deal with heat treatment, if we didn't have to deal with uh, tempering heat treatment, we didn't deal with grinding and you wanted to just be a blacksmith, you just do it to shape, you know, but because of thicknesses and how the heat, the thermal cycle affects that thin, thin, thin part too. It's like, you just got to, you know, I think the most important thing is to just constantly, Try to be better and better every time, right? And then not stress out and not lie. Yeah, just don't lie.
4: You know, just be honest. You know, you know, uh, makers. I would say who are doing a really good job forging close to final dimension. Lynn Ray. Obviously, is number one, I would say Mike Quizenberry is phenomenal, and he's forging integral guards and full tangs, also along with not just the blade. And then uh Kurt Hallen, also of Free Hill Blades, they all—all all three of those guys do really, really phenomenal, exemplary work of forging close to dimension. I would Colony say. knives too. Colony ironwork, or yeah, Colony knives. I always say I want to, say, I always get that twisted. Yeah, Andrew, yeah, Andrew. Andy.
3: He's a he's a he's a you yeah. know. Those
2: guys are all cool. Okay. So, if the, I think the answer there was forge as close as you can, but don't lose sleep over it. Um, but if you are going right. to then grind down,
1: combat abrasives makes the world's best abrasive belts for knife makers available in any size at unbelievable prices. Go take a look at <laughs> combatabrasives.com and get 15% off with promo code knifetalk 15. Do it now.
2: Oh, I missed the hook at the end. Knife Talk 15 combatabrasives.com. Um head over there and get your discount. It's the abrasives that we all use. So yeah, go go ahead and use it. Uh, Jeff, next question, please. Yes. This comes from uh, jo- our friend Justin
3: at running Man Forge. When you have a bold Damascus pattern, is it more beneficial to have low grit finish like a 1000 compared to 2500 grit? I've been getting black on the bold 15 and 20, and at 2500 grit, even with cold coffee. Cheers, dudes! I think that was a right. that's a Morocco question. Yeah.
4: Yeah, and we kind of touched touched on that. Um, when was that? Uh, a few episodes back. But honestly, I think no matter what grit you finish it to, if the 15 and 20 is bolder than an eighth of an inch wide, it's gonna pick up color. No matter if it's 2,500, 1,000, or two hundred and twenty grit, it's gonna pick up color. And so I think the the if you don't want the fifteen and twenty color either, create a pattern where those those lines are not as bold, or um, you can kind of get in there with some micro abrasives and clean some of that up. Um, and but other than that, like it's kind of unfortunately, it's kind of unavoidable especially in the bold 15 and 20.
2: Cool. I've got nothing to add there. Nothing at all. Me neither. Um, so I don't, I can't see the questions guys because um, I've got not enough screens. All right. So well, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll the next, the next one. one too. Oh, okay. Mareko, yeah.
0: What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy and delicious breads, buns and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs, five to 11 grams of protein and high fiber in every delicious serving made with natural ingredients hero bread supports gut health promotes weight management and helps maintain blood sugar hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls head to hero.co to shop today
4: yeah this one's from jade curtis says hey man i have a question is there a trick to get the ends forge welded up or am I just bad at hammering? Uh, I'm using hand hammer for forge welding and uh, taking many quick heats. Was he? Am I missing something, Jeff?
3: No, it looks pretty good to me.
4: I just—I'm not having a hard the time.
3: Question. He's having a hard time uh, welding up the ends. We're having what? a hard time. He's having a hard time forge welding the whole thing. For, okay,
4: I see. And it sounds like he's doing it by hand uh um yeah so if you're hand forging a billet together one i wouldn't start with a giant billet um and two if you have uh the the a welder just gluing up both ends will help keep those ends closed um but otherwise a, a big enough hammer I think a couple episodes back, again talking about past episodes, we had somebody who was trying to do sand mine with material that was like two inches wide, by whatever six or seven inches or whatever. And it was way too much for what their hammer was ever, like the surface area that their their hand hammer was able to cover, and so I think by if I was going to forge weld by hand, a, a a small billet, it would probably only be about an inch wide, by maybe an inch, inch and a quarter tall, um, which means it wouldn't start with very many layers. We've Uh-oh. got another call. Shall we take him? Sorry, we'll get back to you <laughs> in a second. We'll no. get back to you. <laughs> Benny's
2: Tool, how can we help? Oh, I just thought I'd ring up from uh, uh, Australia.
1: Big man himself, but
2: Nah, I was going to answer your question for you, but I've got no fucking idea. <laughs> I'm going to pick a better one. So are you watching us live as well, Benny? Yeah, yeah, I'm on YouTube. Ah, cool. So you've, you've heard the question, but you haven't got the answer. Oh, okay. Okay. I'll tell you what we're going to do then. Jeff, read up the next question. We'll come back to this one. Read up the next question, mm-hmm. and Benny can answer that one for us. Benny, this one's for you, okay? You ready? Yeah, man. All right. Here you go, Benny.
3: Um, this one comes from Aiden. I recently got my hands on a on a couple of giant planks of different types of wood: beech, ash, oak, and alder, non-stabilized. Which one of these, if any, in your experience, is the most suitable for a kitchen knife handle, or should I fuck away off and buy some G10? What do you think? What do you think, uh, Benny? Oh, uh,
5: look.
1: I probably wouldn't use any of them. I'd go to Texas Farrier Supply, I reckon. I
2: reckon they might have a good supply of material. What else can you get at Texas Farrier Supply, Craig? Nice one, Benny. Let me tell you all about Texas Farrier Supply. (laughs) Not only do they do stuff for farriers, as the name suggests, they do stuff for knife makers. They've got a whole section for knife makers. So if you head on over to texasfarriersupply.com... you can get uh, 10% off if you use knife talk 10 off your, off your whole order and they use they use indasa there as well they well they stock indasa uh rhino wet uh, which is the sandpaper that we all use so if you need that you want to head on over to texas fire supply uh, use that discount and make sure you fill up your cart and that's a recommendation from benny in australia
3: fucking benny benny you're the man that was a that was benny a the tight Jets.
2: answer nailed it that was a tight tight answer <laughs> doing our job perfect. for us let's go back to uh Miracle hadn't quite finished that question okay. Actually,
4: so yeah so what i was saying if i was gonna hand forge a small billet i probably wouldn't make the material any wider than about an inch because that's how big my the like the hammer the, the forging my ha- forging hammer faces are um that's kind of the surface area they cover um and then I probably wouldn't make it much more than like maybe four to six inches and maybe an inch and a quarter tall, inch tall, um, because you want that force forging by hand to also transfer through the entire stack. The first few rounds of welding, and you're probably going to need flux, honestly, um, because... It, you're just gonna need it, honestly. Uh, so, when you start forging by hand, though, you don't go. You don't want to go all ham out, like hitting as hard as you can. You want to kind of just gently, kind of tap and gently massage all this material together. You can get it up to really high temperature, probably higher or hotter than most. Uh, or you can take it up to a temperature that's plenty, plenty hot for forge welding. And you, you know, your your forge your forges aren't gonna go beyond a point where your material is going to start melting or anything very few people actually have forges that can do that that would cause the material to melt um so be okay with a high temperature take your time kind of gently massaging it together at least probably the first few uh ra- heats um you want to finish you don't want to keep forging it especially on the initial welds uh until it's really cold you want to you want it to still be glowing pretty hot and get it back in the forge. Because you, what you're trying to do is you're trying to snug up that stack. You just you just want them to start coming together very gently and then to the get it back in the forge and let that come back up the temperature. Repeat that until you feel like it's very solid. Then you could probably start forging a bit more aggressively on it to kind of reduce it and draw it out uh, for a restack or forging a blade from there. I just saw... Right. Uh,
3: john williams john williams was down at the center for metal arts and he did a demo where he was uh, forge welding uh two parts of a tong prepare one part of a tong and he got both pieces ready he had his he had his hammer on the anvil he brought them both over with the tongs put one on top of the other picked up the hammer gave it one tap and that was all it took and it wasn't like a smash he just right. he the forge welding once again blacksmithing helps so it was it was not he didn't go berserk he didn't need a f- sledgehammer he forge welded with very very little force now so
2: whilst we're talking about hammers i think we need to talk about um Snur's hammer that he he put on instagram i think either today or yesterday um the finish on that thing i've never seen a hammer like it it was incredible and he did this great video and it spins around slowly you can see the light coming off all the facets it was it was a beautiful was, beautiful thing it was titanium titanium
3: was it wow yeah it was titanium oh. and he i talked wow. to him about it and he was like it was such a bear because he, he had to forge it, and then the grinding is brutal. But, mm. you know, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, you didn't have to heat treat it, which is nice. I, mean, I think he, he said uh, no. the guy who bought it is probably, hopefully, going to just keep it in his office. Cause, yeah. I mean, it's not really, you know.
2: But, it's I mean, it was a, it he said it, it was he like, nails. like,
3: he said it's this, bigger than the size of the hammer that he normally makes, but it weighed, like, less than half. Wow. It's like, titanium is the craziest material. I mean, it's like space stuff.
2: Yeah. So, so it looked incredible, but maybe it wouldn't be as practical then, is it? Because it's cause it's light. Surely you want it, you want a heavy, massive material, Am I right? Or? I, well,
3: I don't know on what enough kind of about it. You're
4: doing too, though, right? Because sometimes you I'm want a soft, the soft blow hammer.
3: I'm under the mistaken? impression that it's not really meant to be a. Uh, I don't think it's gonna. It's a, it's meant to be a heavy use hammer. I think it's meant to be like a. I don't
4: right. know. I don't know anything about but, it. But don't. Don't some blacksmiths use like bronze-headed hammers for for soft forging?
2: Yes, it's soft with brass faces, mate, Yeah, yeah.
4: Well, a lot of them is they're using it for for
3: non-marring their tools. Like some guys use it for, right. you know, if maybe if they're setting their dies and they have those that wedge system in their in their dies of sure. their power hammer, and you know you don't want to start mushrooming the, your dies because they all of a sudden it becomes a problem. So some guys use, uh, I don't know if they use a a bronze one, but if you wanted if you want the force without marring, a lot of guys use the sure. bronze hammers. And I know that Pat makes Pat Quinn at the Center for Mental Arts makes bronze hammers are pretty yeah. amazing.
4: Cool. I know that uh Pete, Peter Swarsbert, um Uh, who used to be part of Dragon's Breath Forge. But when they would teach lessons there, uh, Peter would make the hammers, like the student hammers. And basically he would just go to like Harbor Freight and reforge the heads and put new handles on them and stuff. So they're more practical for forging. But he never heat treated them because he knows that the students are going to miss... And hit the anvil heads, and so instead of the hammer marring the anvil face, the ham you know they're soft enough uh, that they're not going to do anything to the anvil, but they're still sturdy enough that when they hit the hot metal, the metal's going to move. And mm-hmm. so, I think I mean I, I maybe I'm completely off base, but I thought some blacksmiths have softer hammers just for doing that cut. Not not even just setting wedges, but actually for some maybe some of their finish for I don't know. Finish. I have part of the forging process.
3: Jesse made me a softie out of a, just a hammer out of, uh, mild steel. And I actually use it mm-hmm. for, uh, I actually use it for using for the center punch, um, because it, it mm-hmm. won't, it'll, it'll give force. And I also right. use it for my touch mark because it'll give force. And then I'm not really screwing up the, uh, I'm not really screwing up the ham the, uh, the, 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 uh, touch mark or, the hammer. Right. You don't want to use a forging hammer for forging hammers for touch marks can be kind of difficult. Um, my and my dies for my tire hammer are mild steel too, and I have no deformation of that. But at the same time, it's like when you're heating steel up, the steel's supposed to be softer than the the hammer or the you know. I don't I, I don't know if I would use mild steel for forging for this reason. Any kind of any kind of dents you get into your hammer, you're gonna put that dent into your knife, into your whatever you're forging. So these softer hammers definitely get more. um, They definitely get more um, dings on them, and that ding is gonna transfer onto whatever your work surface. That's why it's good to learn how to recondition your hammer faces. So if there are a lot of dents, like I had a guy once. I once had a guy at a metal shop. I was using my blacksmithing hammer. To use as a center punch, a hammer, and my fucking the face that hammer was destroyed. I had to resurface the whole thing because when you forge it, all of a sudden it's a textured hammer.
2: Yeah. So you got to be real like careful. A die. It'll transfer whatever texture is on there to right. the material you're hitting. Right. right. Okay. Right. Yeah. So
3: you just got to be careful with that.
2: But yeah, soft face hammers are awesome. Cool. Okay, we've talked enough about knives, I like think. <laughs> getting set there okay Morocco, it's your turn all right um so Jeff had I think three out of five three um, out of five three out of five which you know isn't bad better than he did I think done previous weeks uh three out of five so Morocco, are you ready for your first question yeah. Let's have some. Again, people in the chat, uh, same sort of thing, um unless he's specifically asking um for uh help, please don't. What sort of animal is Walt Disney's Dumbo? Is it A. C, elephant. D. B. rabbit, C. elephant, D. donkey. And you going for <laughs> C. elephant. Okay. How many times have you seen this in the last 2 years?
4: Last time I saw it, I think I was about six years old.
2: Oh, really? All oh, right, Okay. I thought you were going to no. say you, your child's been watching it a lot. Okay. You're correct. Mm-hmm. First question is correct. Elephant. Number two. What was the largest city in the USA's largest state? Is it A, Dallas, B, LA, C, New York, or D, Anchorage?
4: D, Anchorage. That was a hard one to understand.
2: Correct. Anchorage. Wow. Okay. Number three. I like this one. What was the name of the Spanish waiter in the TV sitcom Faulty Towers? Now, I'm not sure if you had Faulty Towers in the US, but it, 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 was, you know, it was a massive thing in, in the UK. Um, is it A, Manuel, B, Pedro, C, Alfonso, or D,
4: Javier? Wow. Yeah, I've never heard of Faulty Towers.
2: You've never heard of Faulty Towers with John Cleese? No. Wow, it was one of those I mean I classic, love John Cleese, but one of those no. classic um pre-Python. I think it was pre-Python um this yeah, it was it was a huge show. So there was a, there was a, a Spanish waiter um and basically sure. just slap him over the head all the time and and it, it, it probably wouldn't be allowed these days to show it on TV. But at the time, <laughs> the show would s- be cancelled in a second. Simpler <laughs> times. It was. It was very very funny. Um. So where you got? You've got you've got a phone a friend and you've also right. got the uh,
4: ask the audience. Yeah, I'm tempted to phone your wife. My wife. Do you think she would pick up? Yeah, Possibly. Amy. Oh, okay. Um. <laughs> wow. That's a bold
3: okay. move. That's, that's
2: a bold move. <laughs>
3: um, <laughs> I like it. I like a bold. <laughs> right. I mean, Just it's not right a competition.
4: Right. It's you, Craig. So you, uh, I don't know why that would hurt. Right. Are you sure about this? <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Okay. Let's try. It's, <laughs> it's, it's,
2: ringing. it's ringing. She doesn't, she doesn't pick up. This. I have a backup. Yeah. What a bold okay. move. Good man. Okay. It's ringing. It is ringing. She's trying to watch line of duty in the room, I know. <laughs> oh, shit. Do, do, do. It's ringing. Contacting. Is it connecting? I don't think she's going to answer. Now, what's going to happen is she's going to text me any minute now and say, What do you want? What do you want? Do you want me to bring you in a drink? Is it? And like, no, i not. Bring me in a drink. No, I can try one more time. I'm going to try one more okay. time. All right. All um, right. It is a f- strong strong power
3: move uh everyone strong move <laughs> i know she'll know the answer matt Coates says power she, move by moreko where the knives up. best move ever
2: <laughs> suspense music I think I don't think, think she's picking call. up i think we need it we need your up. backup i think more <laughs> i think um we've been let oh, to- know, oh wait boy. wait wait what? wait no Sausage Man oh. Forge was trying to ring us at the same time then. He'll know. Saucy will <laughs> sure. know. Let's get, saucier. Let's get Jamie. on. Yeah, let's get Jamie. Okay, where is he? Sausage Man Forge. He just tried ringing, so <clears throat> we shall ring him back. Sausage Man Forge. Here we go. We're going to ring him. <laughs>
4: I've been wanting to call your wife for the last couple of episodes. Easy, <laughs> easy, fun. easy, your- easy. <laughs> <laughs>
3: this podcast Sausage is just- Man
2: Forge, you are live on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Please do not say fuck or bugger. Your friend Morocco has a question and he is stuck on a million, million dollars. He needs your help. So when I finish talking, Marekko going to read out the question to you and you've got 30 seconds to give us the correct answer. Is that okay?
6: Yeah, that's fine.
2: Okay, Morocco, over to you.
4: All right. What was the name of the Spanish waiter in the TV sitcom Faulty Towers? Was it A, Manuel? Was it B Pedro? C Alfonso or D Javier?
6: It's A, Manuel.
4: He sounds Correct. very confident. I'm gonna get say right. He says, Hey, Jamie. I know nothing.
2: I'm from Barcelona. That's what he used to say. I know nothing. <laughs> 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 Mareko, congratulate your uh, your caller,
4: Jamie. Jamie, thank you so much. How are you doing? What do you, What were you? I know we just yeah. missed your phone call. What were you calling about,
6: mate? I was calling just to say good day, and uh, you know, um, six o'clock in the morning, I'm just sitting in my car, getting ready for a class this morning, and just thought I'd, um, you know, call in and enjoy the fun. Six in the oh, morning, yeah.
2: you've got idiots like us calling you up, asking you silly questions. Yeah. You just like, <laughs> saved my ass. I'm sorry. Ass. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> that's all right. I'm, I'm up for it. What, what, what class is it you're doing?
6: north, uh, chess
2: night uh,
3: class today. Yeah. Oh, nice. Nice. Excellent. Uh, Jamie, I have a question. Yeah, that's it. Can yes, you sir. tell me, I've been dying to know what a, a and you're not going to get hung up on, don't worry about that. I'm dying to know <laughs> what a Kransky is. Well, you guys talk about Kransky's um, all the time. What is a Kransky?
6: Okay, it's a it's a Austrian sausage. Um,
3: it's
6: mm. pork or beef. Um, it's generally smoked. Um, yeah, just awesome. I think I think you you call them the smoked worst in the states. Um, yeah, pretty much that's it. But like in Austria, yeah, that's that's every street corner's got you know a sausage shop on it. So. Yeah, that's it. Sounds
4: good. Beautiful. We just like it. Sounds great.
6: That's oh well, you know, that's why I'm a sausage man. <laughs> my uh, my career. It's just it's just endless dick jokes about sausage, so, you
2: know. <laughs> I can imagine. I can imagine. But look
6: uh, thank- m- m- the scariest because he, he yells at me across the room you know i want to eat your juicy sausage and stuff and everyone's looking at him like this six foot tall turkish guy screaming at me it's
2: pretty
4: funny <laughs> that's perfect
2: brilliant look thanks for calling in and um Mareko thanks you very much for yeah, knowing, jamie, knowing, knowing the correct answer and it was Manuel. cheers jamie cheers
3: awesome have a good one guys Bye. Cheers.
2: Awesome. Good old stuff. Well, start. he knew the answer. Um, oh, yeah, boy. so it was, the answer was Manuel. Um, and yeah, he's, he's from Barcelona and he know nothing. That's what he used to keep he saying at the time, which was really funny. Okay. Number four. Nadia Comaneci was the first gymnast to ever do what at the Olympics? Does it get a perfect 10, get suspended, collapse or kiss the judge?
3: You Mm. might know her better as Nadia
4: Komenich. Okay, sorry. (laughs) That was the the way the Americans called her. Uh, My initial guess would be A, but I'm going to go to the audience for this one. Okay. Audience, time to shine.
2: Um, Who have you got? So is it A, get a perfect 10, B, get suspended, C, collapse, or D, kiss the judge. Speaking of Um, collapsing, you almost
4: choked on that line.
3: Collapse. I I know. (laughs) I ate far quickly (laughs) before it on. All that Kransky talk got you all choked
4: up. Oh, all right. So Griffiths is saying A. Who else we got? No idea. Still Griffiths saying A. (laughs) It's like those people. So Matt Coach had just
2: written no idea. It's like those people who do like an Amazon review and they say, I don't know, I haven't got one. (laughs) It's like, what are you doing, these people?
4: Right. All right, I'm just going to go. I think I'm just going to go with A. You're
2: going to go with A. Um, So yeah, and and Warren has said the same thing. Perfect 10. So the answer is, you're correct. It's A. She's the first person to get a perfect 10. Griffith Griffiths also been on fire today he's been on fire today on the on the in the chat yeah 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 so Mareko you've you've won already you've got four out of four um whereas Jeff well. stopped on three but yeah. we might as well give you your last question just to see how sure, you've gone oysters can change something most uh, most other animals can't which is it is it size is it the color of their shell is it their taste or is it their gender Oysters.
4: Mm. I'm going to go with D. They are called bivalves, right?
3: I don't think the valve is a, a representation of some sort of genital hole. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the valve.
3: <laughs> oh, geez. I, mean, I have never heard of an oyster penis nor an oyster vagina.
4: But No, they send out eggs. Say they send out eggs and sperm, I think, but I don't know. Maybe it changes. There you go. Some people have all the all the So you're going know, with luck. D gender. <laughs> I'm gonna go with it's either C or D, but I want it to be D. Gender.
2: Congratulations. You are correct. With five out of five. And I think That's... this is the third week in a row that you've won now, Morocco. Three out of three. Jeff, yeah, you need I don't to, know need if last
4: week really counts as a win.
2: <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I mean Congratulations. Uh, I think Jeff, you need to read up maybe this week. Um, but
4: yeah, Remember, picks
3: pick some better callers. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, I'm thinking, I think, I'm thinking Ch- Jeremy's gonna Four. like Damn. bring me to the bring me to the end. And I don't know about bro- I don't know about broken bones or babies. Let's broken sad. bones <laughs> on babies. No road of no
4: road to victory there.
2: None at all. So <sighs> um, let's head back to sort of what we were doing. And I'm wondering, Jeff, do we have any? How about some? Hot takes. Yeah, we don't have a lot of them, but we do do have some hot takes. Oh, well, yeah,
3: we get a few hot takes. So obviously, uh, people don't like it when I explain what a hot take is, but I only explain what a hot take <laughs> is because some of you don't know what a hot take is. And just to P.S., piss off those one or two, I seriously hope that Craig, you have a couple hot takes because you've been saying hot takes to me throughout the week, which I hope you hold on to. So I don't remember them. You don't remember them? All right.
2: No, All right, so- they, no. Let's have a look.
3: All right. So here's I'll give you a couple hot takes. Here's a hot take from the vice president of the NEB, Bob Bernard. Go co- <laughs> the vice president sitting at hot takes. Hot take. Facial hair, including stubble fuzz, defeats your passive. Uh, that means a container dust filter respiratory protection. So if you have a beard, that's acceptable as respiratory protection. Thank you, Bob. Um, Lyle, I've got one, St- I've got okay, one. A hot go take.
2: If you're putting tapered tangs on a chef knife, your stock is already too thick. That's, a hot, That's a hot take. That's a hot take. Horse's can't. mouth, that one. I had a couple
3: hot takes earlier. And if you're in the chat room and you got some hot takes, we'll read them off. So the next one comes from Lyle Style Chefs are the nickelback of knife sharpeners. <laughs>
7: That's not a bad hot take.
3: not a bad hot take. That
4: that deserves a t-shirt. We're not that doing that a anymore. T-shirt. <laughs> the t-shirt game we can't do that. Anymore. No, no, no. We I just mean that should that. be a that should be a design. Oh. Okay. That should be honest. I thought
3: you're like we should send him a t-shirt. I'm like I'm not sending him a <laughs> no. <laughs> t-shirt. No. Um Steve Ellis says, Here's a hot take. Craig is drunk with power and needs someone to bake, take away his button. <laughs> uh, I don't do it anymore. I'm over that. That was so, so last month. Jeez. So we also month. got a good seething review on iTunes about <laughs> our uh, treatment. And I got a couple calls about our, our treatment of our callers. So things got yeah. dialed back.
2: Um, Somebody did say that they refuse to listen anymore if I keep hanging up on people and people they, don't they didn't n- say this is a joke they 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 were genuinely upset so
3: these some of these people and I've had a call from someone who was generally upset and it was like you don't understand radio. You don't understand radio. Was this somebody that I would hung
2: up on? Were they upset because no, I'd hung up? no, no, okay. no, 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 no? Okay. Anyone?
3: I think. I think. I think it's. I think it was a cultural thing. I think it was like a. I don't think. I don't think they understood where we were coming from. I don't think they understood the good natured quality of it. And it got okay. crazy. Matt quote says: "Here's a hot take. Don't take laxatives and sleeping pills at the same time." That's a good hot <laughs> That's take. That's a good Matt one. Matt Coates on fire today. <laughs> That's a Matt Coates is on fire today. Um, um Jamie Mackey says here's a less offensive hot take. The heel on Chef Knife, on Chef Knives is as important as the point. Uh, Jordan Buckley says um hot take. It's less about overall lighting, but rather localized lighting in different areas by adjustable lights and lamps. There you go, lighting. Um, okay, here's a hot. Here's a long hot take. Um, anybody in the if you're in the chat and you want to send in some hot takes, start start peeling them out. If they're any good? We'll read them off. Misspent U says for all you those who argue for traditional blacksmithing only. When you're finished mining your ore and forging your knife, how long does it take for you to press the papyrus yourself, sketch a drawing of it with a feather quill, and post it to the internet via carrier pigeon? Technology is ever-evolving sliding scale, not a point in time. If you try to uh, preserve every element of traditional blacksmithing, no one will uh, endeavor to continue the trade because it becomes too unprofitable and the smallest elements that you hope to preserve will be lost completely when they're entirely uh, when it, the entirety of the craft is abandoned. <laughs> this is what happened when you don't tell people what a hot take is. They say This is you. what I'm telling you. They I get you <laughs> messages I like for. This is message I get messages like don't read what a hot take is. A hot take should be a quick um uh it should be quick and it should be to the point. That was a long,
2: hot take. That's why I have to read about what a hot take is, everybody. I've got another Um, one. I've got another one. Go ahead. Glow-in-the-dark liners are the Billie Eilish of pop music. So they don't fit in with traditional styles, and everybody will be doing them in the next couple of years. That's my hot take. take. I got nothing but
4: love for Billie Eilish's music.
2: No, no. Oh, yeah, me too. Me too. Me too. What I'm saying is everybody's going to be copying her style within the next few years. You know, mm. there's no doubt. There's no okay. doubt. Uh, Archie Selka, oh, who says... Oh, 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 good. oh, 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 We've got a caller. Who are you? Hello, guys. My name's Adam. How are you? Hello, Adam. Uh, we're good, we're good. Um, where are you calling from, Adam? Uh, upstate New York. Upstate New area. Are you, are you a relative of um, Jeff? We no, think everybody... I am not. He's uh, too old for me you oh, right. my
3: dad.
2: <laughs> Right, okay. <laughs> okay, well, well how no, can we, we help you, Adam?
3: We just stopped we,
5: we playing uh, No, I so, just was... I was just kind of
6: calling to hope to get hung up on and to play it off. We don't do, We're do not that, doing anymore. that anymore.
2: We don't do it anymore.
6: You don't do that
2: anymore. We don't do it anymore.
3: No, no, no. We get scolded too many times.
2: Snowflakes Ask him for a hot take. Have you got a hot take for us, Adam?
1: Uh... Crazy Damascus is unappealing to the eye. I'd rather have a nice humong than Crazy Damascus.
3: That's yeah, a good hot take. He wants to get you. hung up on so bad. <laughs> he does
4: want to Fuck be hung you.
3: up on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's way worse. You're coming wow. <laughs> Damn, shots fired. I, we're trying to yeah, be nice now. Uh, He's here's some hot takes. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, here's the hot takes from the from the studio audience. This one comes from Seraf, uh, Aladdin. Serafaz, sorry, I don't know how to pronounce your name right, my man. A uh, hot take: Customers don't care about the work you put into a knife; they care about the story they can tell when they talk about it. I'm going to add to it. They care about the price. Uh, Dusty uh, Dustin Sheffield says, "Hot take: Ketchup patina is far more classy than mustard." <laughs>
2: catch a patina. And I like Ed Warren, hot take. Glow liners have already come and gone. Oh, <laughs> Quite snap. right. Quite right. That is cold.
3: <laughs> he, you know, he just got unblocked from Moreco and, and now he's going to be blocked by Craig. Um, Griffin Griffith Hanwork says, Matt Coates hot take about taking laxatives and sleeping pills at the same time is great for weight loss. So there you go. There uh, we go. There we go. We have a couple more. Here's a hot take from Archie Selka. Uh... Two by seventy-two grinders are not grinders; they're belt sanders. I have oh. heard this argument before—that that we call them belt—we call them grinders, and they're really sanders. I've heard that before. But if you were to use a two by seventy-two
2: belt sander, Craig, what would you use? Um, if I had the choice of any on the market at the moment, I'd use a Broadback, of course. Um, they're just, from what I hear, I, I don't actually have one. Um, but from what I hear, they are so flexible um, in that, they, you know, they go upright and they go to the side as well. So you can do, you know, horizontal, vertical stuff. Um, but what I really like about them, and I've got a few of their arms, which, which is really good because they, they'll fit other grinders too. So their they're arm accessories, they've got one for any sort of use that you need. Um, so whether it's, you know, big wheels, little wheels, small wheel attachments. Um, I've got the uh, surface grinding um, attachment as well all these different attachments so yeah they're the ones to get and they're very very well priced and um, they come in almost like kit form so you can, you can make them yourself and I've seen some fantastic paint jobs that people have been doing as well and that's really cool mm. and they do actually have um, a deal on at the moment so not only can you get your 10% off by using Knife Talk 10 um, but if you were to buy one you're automatically put into a raffle because when they go to Blade Show, which they're going to announce something very special the Blade Show. Um, but if you've already bought one before then, you're going to be put into a raffle where you could win a second machine. Which is what everybody wants. Everybody needs two machines because it just makes life so much easier. So if you need a grinder, go and get the best, which is a Broadbeck. Get your 10% off using Knife Talk 10. And also be in with a the shot then to get a free second grinder again. So yeah, go head over. BroadbeckIronWorks.com.
3: Here's another hot take from uh, Bear Valley Forge. I know you didn't ask, but Craig should use the sound of the sawzall in place of the walkout music and say something <laughs> along the lines of the electrician is oh, back.
2: Oh, 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 we've got another call. Hello. Hello? Who are you and how can we help? Uh, I'm Safraz. Uh,
1: uh you just read my hot take or Jeff did anyway. Ah
2: <laughs> cool. <laughs> <I ain't Safraz. laughs> uh what was the hot take? What, what which which one was yours? Let me have a look.
1: Oh, um, about uh caring about the story that they could tell.
2: Ah, I've got you. I've got you. Yes, yeah, yeah. No, good one, good one. Thank you for watching live. Um it's fun, isn't it? It's, it's, it's really of fun. course we yeah it's awesome it's really cool it's really cool. how can yeah. we help you what what have you got to say?
1: Uh, I have a question about darkening metals. Um, it's really easy to find information about carbon steels. Uh, people talk about coffee etches all the time um, but I work primarily on stainless steels and I want to try to darken my patterns. Um, do you guys know of any? Uh, chemicals i could be using for that
4: Mm. is it so you said there's patterns so is it stainless damascus or is it just stainless mono steels
1: um no i'm not actually a knife maker i create artwork on knives so i etch my designs into existing blades oh sure yeah
4: i feel like that's actually more of a question for craig then that's because that's a If you're using, like, a laser or something, that's kind of a setting that you can do, isn't it? Uh, Sorry, go I'm using Acid to etch my stuff. Okay.
1: Sorry, yeah, I just wanted to say I'm not using a laser at all.
2: Right, okay. Um, So before getting a laser, I was always etching um, logos, and I did some with bits of artwork as well on it, you know, trying to mimic what a laser would do. Um, And basically, I'd be using... Mm -hmm. um, the the etching fluid that you use for PCB boards. What's it called? Feric. Acid. Ferric, oh, ferric 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 chloride. chloride. Ferric chloride. Yes. Ferric, yeah. Um, so I was using that okay, cool. um, with with templates um, and a bunch of different styles of templates. So I, at one point I was using like a vinyl plotter, um, and and s- yeah, that's and,
1: what I'm doing right
2: now. Oh right. Okay. Cool. course, cool. so You can cut out things that way. Um, you can get yeah. some, some material which you can screen print as well um which actually gives a much much Yeah, better- I need to
1: look into that.
2: Yeah, it, it it's like this blue okay, cool. blue sort of tape. Um, but, you know, the, right. really to have full control, you would be probably looking at a laser, um, a fiber laser specific, okay. s- specifically for stainless. Um, and I mean, okay. mine's a 50 watt, um, but I've seen stuff done on a 20 watt, um, which it's pretty much the same. And you can get a 20 watt laser for probably about two, probably about $2,000 um shipped from shipped from okay. china shipped from china um so yeah i mean it's not it's right. not cheap um but it, the, the difference mm-hmm. is what you would be able to do then and, and i've been experimenting with um using different power settings and that kind of thing um and you can get shades so it's not literally as binary as black and white you can get different shades to mm-hmm. do some nice shading um so what some people are doing is really is really nice okay. um but what i would say is Particularly if you're doing chef knives, maybe keep it away from yeah. that from that cutting edge. Any artwork that you have It's why quite quite often you see stuff thrown from bolsters and that. And that looks really nice, but the for the cutting edge it can right. build up a bit of heat. Um, so just be a bit careful. But um, yeah, unfortunately, um, okay. Apart from etching, which the the way you're doing, I, I I don't know any other way apart from stepping up and going to a laser. I'm afraid. Uh,
1: okay, cool. Well, thank you very much for the advice.
2: Cool. Thank you very much for calling Thanks. and for watching. Thank you very much. Bye bye. All
3: right. Bye-bye. I would like to just add one thing from what sure. we were talking about before. Thanks to uh, Tom Moss. Tom Moss just said that uh, something to do with the lottery, with a giveaway from Broadback, and I just went to the Broadback uh, Instagram. They are not doing the giveaway. There is wow. no giveaway. Okay. There's okay. no giveaway for the Broadback uh, grinder. Yeah, and uh, I guess Vince wrote, the giveaway is canceled due to FTC regulations. Ugh, so Jesus thank Christ. you, Tom, for bringing attention. that to our attention. Got to love the listeners.
2: Yep. Yeah. Wouldn't have known. But hey, you can still get your 10% off anyways. It's obviously worth going to bring right. back. Yeah.
4: Absolutely. And also, N. Warren added in the comments re- regarding the stainless and etching and darkening uh, that muriatic acid will... Uh, help darken. Um, also, a mixture of ferric chloride, like a 50-50 mixture of ferric chloride and white vinegar, white distilled vinegar. I've I've understand helps bring out contrast, especially in uh, dam- stainless Damascus. Um, and when it comes to Damascus, especially like p- even people forging their own, maybe from like CPM one fifty-four in combination with ABL. The, the discerning thing that makes one etch darker than the other is the molybdenum which is one of the compounds that's in the steel uh, chemistry in general and so the abl lacks the molybdenum and that galvanic reaction is allowed to take its place and that's why the abl will darken up really nicely versus the like cpm 154 or whatever else um wow but you're always going to have a problem when you're etching a mono steel hoping for different contrasts and so what i would probably do if like what this guy's doing he probably is going for some topography and then he can darken me so i would go for topography with like muriatic then i would follow with darkening maybe with the the ferric and acid mix again it depending on the steel it's going to determine how dark that actually gets then once you have everything basically darkened up, you go back and selectively clean up the surface where you want it to be bright again, basically.
2: Cool, cool. That's the only, Nothing, if you no.
4: were gonna go the acid route, that's the only yes, thing I could yeah. think of doing.
2: Got you, okay. Nothing to add there. Um, but I think, guys, we've been on for an hour and a half. I think maybe now Oh my the God. time. Let's start with Jeff. Dream
3: for the week. Well, I'm looking forward to getting my blood, my blood test results back tomorrow. <laughs> that's 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 the big thing. On uh, you know now that I'm a old old guy, um, I'm looking forward to grinding you're some not knives. That you're not that old. I'm to be to Remember. Too young to be rimmed. <laughs> I'm too young. I'm too young to get up the old bunghole. But uh, I'm looking forward to um, I'm looking forward to grinding some of these knives back. Uh, a lot of handle stuff next week, which is really good. I'm kind of bummed out. I did this knife that I was going to keep that was uh, my style handle with Florentine's knife with Tomer's knife, and I realized it looks like shit. So I got to redo that and I got really? to start looked- over. Yeah, what the handle. I, I fucked really the nice. handle up. I fucked uh, the handle up. It oh. was just like, just but speaking of rims, the butt caps are like, I'm not, <laughs> they're not really my forte. So, right. Okay. Fingering the butt cap is not my forte. You know what I'm saying? And then um, I'm looking forward to, you know, the weather's, that's what she said, right? I'm looking forward to some good, listen. I'm gonna. I might have an. I might have some nice steak to, to in the next couple of nights. So I'm gonna do that. I, I've. Uh, I'm still gonna stay off the booze for a while. I'm kind of really kind of pushing towards, you know, dropping a couple more. You know, 20 more pounds. So I'm. I'm shooting mm-hmm. for keeping doing what I'm doing until July. Yeah. And then. Uh, then all nice, bets are off. Nice, <laughs> <laughs> it's Mother. Oh. At P.S. In the United States, it's Mother's Day. All to all you mothers out there. Some of the you listeners are a bunch of mothers. You know. So Mother's Day is on Sunday, so we're going to have a nice time with uh, um, my mother, and then we're going to – Lila's mother, too, my, my wife. We're going to spend Mother's Day with them.
2: Nice. Nice. nice.
3: And what nice.
4: kind of ice cream are you going to be getting for your mom? Zero ice cream. She's on a no
3: ice cream, <laughs> no sugar diet. She's on a uh, diabetic. Oh, I bet
4: she loves you're that. You're
3: diabetic, and you're getting no ice cream bad out of me, so oh. forget it.
4: No fun with Grandpa Jeff.
2: No fun. (laughs) Okay, I'll go with mine next, and we leave Morocco to finish the show. Um, So this week uh, we are heading to the UK in two weeks' time um, for five weeks. So I've got a lot, a lot to sort of get out this week. So. Um, I've got a restaurant order, which I've been working on for a while, which will be finishing. Um I've got another sort of one off special knife which I'm gonna put live next Friday again. Um, and I've got a bunch of recycled um plastic um handles with steak knives for for a customer in Ireland. Um so I need to get all of these out um by really by next Saturday, which gives me a week then to sweep up all the rest of the stuff before we head to the UK. Um that's it. Um I had I forgot to say earlier I had my jab. Um, what was it? I think the day before yesterday, um, my vaccine. Um, so I'm really pleased with that. Um, my arm is still a little bit sore, but I've, I've been great. And There's been no sort of side effects or anything. So so that's all good. Um, so yeah, nice. it's, it's a bit of a head down this week, um, which is quite nice because I'll get a lot of shop time, which I haven't had in the last few weeks. So that's that's my week.
3: So are you going to have problems going into the UK or...
2: Um, no, because we are, um, I've got a British passport still, so I can still go, but, um, we need to self-isolate for 10 days when we're there, um, which we'll do at my sister's house, um, which is why we're going for such a long period of time, but because by the time you self-isolate, it's, you know, it'd be time to come back. So, yeah, so we're going, we're going for five weeks, um, and we've got a number of things sort of planned. It's, the restrictions are far less back in Wales. Um, they've coped much better with things. So, you know, Shops are back open, restaurants are open, um, I think to eat outdoors, but within a couple of weeks you'll be able to eat indoors, It's it's everything's pretty good. So we need to be tested before we go, we need to be tested once we're there after two days and once we're there for 10 days at the end of our self-isolation. Um, so yeah, so there's a lot of sort of admin that's got to go into it for all the testing and all that kind of thing. But yeah, it's worth it, and so we're going to be there for five weeks. So I'm looking forward to restaurants and seeing friends. And yeah, it, it seems as if we're going back to normality because things are, do seem to be a lot more normal there. Um, whereas here, as I said, we, we still got curfews and all the rest of it. So uh, yeah, we, you know, we know we're good. We've had, we've had our vaccines. Um, and also we, we need to be, do all these tests, you know, continually as well. So, so yeah, we're all good. So yeah, that is, um well, that's my next two weeks getting stuff ready to, to go.
4: What kind of rigmarole are you going to have to go through
2: <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> coming come on, back? Come
4: on, what kind of rigmarole are you going to have to go through coming back? Are you concerned well, about any of that?
2: No, we've <laughs> had our our residency cards here now. Okay. Um, so we've sort of got the best of both worlds for traveling. So um, we can go travel to the UK because we've got a, a British passport, but we can travel back to France because we live here and we've got residency cards. Um, right. Okay. So, yeah, it's 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 fine legally d- doing it all. Um, yeah, we're all good. Um, and funnily enough, Britain today, they announced a number of countries where you can travel back and forth um, mm. without having to self-isolate at all. You know, they, they, they're calling it like green countries, they're calling them, because they're on the green list. Um, um, but unfortunately, France isn't in that, so we do need to self-isolate, unfortunately. Right, can we come to you now, Morocco?
4: Are you sure? That Jeff was Oh, wait, Jeff already did his. Jeff's done his, yes, yes. i am already lost track of that. Uh, I am looking forward to not feeling like I have an ice pick in in my lower back and being able (laughs) to actually do things. Um, Yeah, I actually had a point. I think I was... Doing some cooking, cooking dinner, and I sneezed and just this tremendous, I almost fell on the ground. I'm <laughs> like, there's so much pain shot up my back. So I'm looking forward to that shit. I'll be done and moving on from that. Um, and honestly, you know, my shop has been a bit of a mess since the all that uh, electrical stuff and stuff had, you know, got all moved around and everything to accommodate that. And so I need to do a bit of work to get things tidied up around here and a bit more reorganized and kind of start out on a fresh it, and kind of like it with a more of a fresh feel in the shop again. Um, that's about it.
2: Any Mother's sword Day. updates?
4: Oh, any sword updates? No, I haven't started over on the sword yet. Did I tell you I have to start over on the sword, right?
2: Yes. Yes. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. So really quick, anybody that didn't catch that, I had to start, I made this sword. I have to start over on it because I ground through the pattern. Um, and yeah, I've already got like two weeks worth of work in the damn thing already. Oh. So um, I'm kind of going slow with that uh, and, and kind of, uh, and making sure I'm planning things out so that when I get into it and Start moving forward. I, I have fewer of these issues. Fewer of some of the issues I had before. I'm I'm a little excited moving forward with that in the way that I have an opportunity to kind of do a better reproduction or more kind of like a historical reproduction and a historical take on this style of sword. And um, yeah, so that's about it. Cool. I just texted you the
3: uh, oh. audible the audible book. Um, nice. The Mind I mean, Body it. Prescription by Dr. John Sarno. Okay. I don't have a. I don't have a. I don't know how to get. I don't have an account with Audible. No, no, no I have one, and I actually have a credit right now. So I'll. I'll the Mind Body up. Prescription. I just sent it to you. That's the. One, that's it. his most. That's his most famous one. The right. Mind Body Prescription.
2: Awesome. Cool. Well, I think that is a show. Um, thank you all for listening. Um, and watching those who, who are watching live as well. Um, quickly, um N.
4: Warren says, how long is your sh- is your sword, Marekka? Uh the sword is twenty seven inches. It's a Roman Spatha uh, and which is a cavalry sword, and that was that was basically the average size. They could go down to as lo- as short as like twenty four inches, but sometimes as long as maybe thirty six inches long.
2: Depends on the weather. I know. I know the feeling. Yeah. Right. Thank you all. Swimming in a cold pool. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you all for listening. Bye bye.
0: This show is brought to you by The Makery, the podcast network for makers.
3: That was fun.
2: Hello. It was fun. Yeah, it was, yeah it, was, it was a lot more laid back this time. It was a bit manic last week, and it was. I was well, I mean, pressing too many <laughs> buttons and all sorts. But
3: uh, Obviously, it's going to take a while to kind of figure these things out, but I think it was pretty smooth. Yeah,
2: I yeah. think so. Yeah. I like how you I, took all
3: those uh, calls.
4: Again. Yeah, that's good.
2: It's still amazing to me how we're getting a better signal now doing video um, with Morocco than we were when we were just doing audio, which makes me think maybe there's an issue with squadcasters, and I don't know. but uh, Yeah,
4: so annoying. Yeah, this all sounded I'm looking good. So, I apologize if uh, if any of that background noise shows up in the background. Jeff, I don't know if you, you didn't hear a thing. <laughs> yeah, so my my shop is part of an overall building, right? And so on the other side of the wall, they have a gym. Where they come and oh. work out periodically, and they know that I record the podcast. But their friends that are invited to come use the gym don't necessarily <laughs> know that. And so their friend John—I think it was John—that came in, and he's using like the rowing machine. I could hear him off <laughs> and puffing. I'm just like, "How come big on, of a gym is it? How big of a gym is it?" So I'm in a three thousand square foot building. I have uh, six hundred and uh, probably about six hundred and fifty square feet, and. And it's split in half. So that's 650 square feet of about 1,500 square feet on my half of the building or that I'm in. And so the rest of that is all their kind of gymnasium kind of man cave space. They have an, like a, a multi-cade over here and stuff like that. Which, is, And I have access to it to use it, but I just I didn't realize that other people <laughs> weren't going to be coming in during the podcast. We couldn't hear a thing, honestly. We couldn't hear a thing. That's good. Not at
3: all. Cool. Rainy day forge doesn't like our video quality.
2: Miracle's we video got a problem and Jeff's with the video quality. Are quite blurry. Quite
3: blurry. Oh, mm. I don't know who Jeff is. with the G.
2: Oh, oh, I got a funny yeah. story. <laughs> I
3: had, we had nothing but we had a sewage problem earlier in the week, <laughs> and we had a, a crew come to clean it out uh, you know water you know blah 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 or plumbers and all that. Yikes! In the house or in the shop? In the basement of the house. Right. it was really Ugh. like not good but we caught. I caught yeah. it before it was really bad but it was, it was bad and we had a guy who came to pick up the fans on the last day and he just kind of like super slow not really just just you know tying yeah it was very I mean he was just picking stuff up too and he had a Jamaican accent and he was saying he was and he looked like Stanley from the office. Like exactly. Like, it was great. <laughs> oh wow. He was great. And he was super nice and he's just like going through everything. He's taking his time and and um he says, um he says, Is this your name? And I said, Yeah. And he says, Is that how you spell it? And I said, Yeah, it's how I spell it. He goes, That's weird. And I'm like, Yeah. He's like, So they have it J E F F and then G-E-O-F-F. I said, yeah, I guess so. He goes, I wonder why. And I was like, I don't know, you're going to have to ask my old man. He's dead. So I don't know. I mean, I don't really, I'm not really at the point of, I can't tell, I don't know. I don't know. And then he says to me in a Jamaican accent, I'm with you. It was great. Really? Oh yeah, it was great. I'm not doing it. But it was awesome. (laughs) But it was just like, and I was just like, why are you you asking me this? That's like, just who cares? Who cares? he's like he goes he goes, it's weird how names are so different. I'm like, yeah, it's weird. You've it's weird lot- how names are so different. I have to go back to work. You have to leave. Please. I'm begging he's him. got a
2: lot of time to think while well, he's got his arm round down somebody's toilet, you know?
3: Oh my god. Jeez. Yeah. Hmm.
2: Well anyway, good luck for for Mother's Day. Um spending time with, with mothers. Um it's weird. our Mother's Day isn't until... I don't even know when it is. I think it was it was way back. I think, but maybe sort of February time. Um, mm. But yeah, it's uh, that's weird. Um, yeah, we have got nothing to talk about now, really, have we? The show's over. <laughs> <laughs> well, everything went well. I, you know, His names yeah. weird. Isn't Mother's Day weird? <laughs>
3: Mother's Day is fucking weird. It's a hot, yeah. It's a hallmark holiday. My yeah, dad would call know. it a hallmark holiday. Yeah. yeah. So.
2: Right, I'm going to head off. Um, if you two leave your cool. browsers open again just for, just for a couple of minutes and um, I'll get all your audio and we're good to go. True. Okay, thing. Cool. fine. Thank you very much. Bye-bye.
4: <laughs> Bye.
0: This show is brought to you by The Makery, the podcast network for makers.